What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Multiverse Monologues, the podcast show where we like to travel across the multiverses and fandoms that we love to talk about the movies and shows that accompany those universes. Today, we are traveling back to Ben Affleck's Daredevil universe of 2003 to talk about the sequel no one asked for, Elektra. But I'm not here to talk about this movie alone. Here with me, as always, are the gentlemen who help make this podcast the podcast it is today. First off, we have Mr. Ethan Wenslop. Ethan, how are you doing today? Hello, I, I'm doing good. I mean, as always, I am always excited to come in a room and talk with you two fine gentlemen. And I'm even more excited when we get to talk about a Marvel movie and nonetheless a fantastic Marvel movie. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll get into it in a, in a, in a minute or two how, how much we like this movie. But, you know, just like Elektra in this movie, I've used my unexplained powers to look into the future and see that we are going to have a fantastic discussion on this movie. We also have Micah Het here today. Micah, how are you doing today? I am doing pretty pretty good, pretty good. Excellently breathed right into the mics because this week we have individual mics this week. So I gotta get used to having a mic right here, right in front of me, so. <laughs> yeah, that's right, usually we have it right in the middle and it's recording all of us, but now, hopefully, if it works... It should sound a lot better. should sound a lot better. So, we'll see. You guys can let us know if it's not. I mean, yeah, just leave a review. One star. These guys are trash. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, if, if just speaking on the reviews, if you could leave a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, that would be greatly appreciated. Uh, go over to the YouTube, subscribe, comment. It would be greatly appreciated on uh, any one of those videos, but it's enough of that. Let's get into the review. Let's open our sling ring, boys, and let's head over to the Daredevil universe of 2003. For centuries, those with extraordinary powers have waged a secret war for supremacy. Now, in between good and evil, stands a warrior. Her name's Electra. Yes, we are in fact talking about Electra from 2003, starring Jennifer Garner, a surprise cameo. 2005. Yes, Micah. Thank you for correcting. He's just having Devotion. such a good time. Yeah. Time's flying by. You can't believe it. 2003 was a good movies. year. That was a good year. That's true. You're absolutely right. Well, I don't know. The movies that came out in 2003 weren't the greatest for the Marvel movie marathon. Hey, X2. X2. Oh, you know what? That's true. You know what? And Return of the King did come out there. But we're not talking about that yet. We'll talk about that movie eventually, a couple of years down the road. But uh, yes, no, today we are talking about Elektra from 2005. Thank you, Micah. Starring Jennifer Garner, a surprise cameo from Jason Isaacs at the beginning, which I didn't expect. And uh, a bunch of other actors, and it's just an amalgamation of things. Guys, I know what I think about this movie, but I want to hear what you guys think first. Ethan, what do you think about Elektra 2005? Pressure's on me right from the get-go, but yeah, Elektra, we knew based on the reviews that this movie was not one we should be looking forward to. I think we can all base how good this movie is based on the fact that uh, the full movie is on YouTube, and it has been on YouTube for two years so no one is willing to claim this piece of property right now. But what I thought of the movie is uh, it's definitely not the worst film we've seen. I, I'll say that. We have watched a lot more garbage films than this. But this is just averagely mediocre. And really nothing brings it out of that slump 
it's just like we said, we didn't like Jennifer Gardner in the Daredevil movie. So the fact that she got a spinoff of <laughs> yeah. her own, really bizarre. And a lot of this stuff is just just so rushed and unexplained. The world is so interesting. You can see from the Daredevil show that this world with the hand and the chase, which isn't even named in this film, is just very interesting. And we don't get to dive into any of that. It's all just focused on Elektra and her relationship with this guy and this little girl she meets. So I'm excited to talk about it with you guys, but this is by no means spectacular. Yes. Uh, it, but it's. I will say this before I reveal my thoughts. It's not an 11% that Rotten Tomatoes gives it, you know? Michael, Mark, what'd you think? Well, uh, sometimes the second movie isn't like the first one, right? Sometimes it's even worse, mm-hmm. as the movie says. Uh, so I did not <laughs> like this movie at all. Uh, I didn't like Ethan said it didn't bring anything new to the table. It left a lot of things unanswered, even from the first movie. We never find out how Electra comes back to life. Um, there's the one ambulance scene that's just a, a crude, whatever, showing us that she was that she had a what are those things called the electric defibrillators? T- defibrillator, yeah. yeah, just defibrillator, and that was it. And you do see that was Stick really rub his hands together, yeah. Like Mr. Miyagi. And and you see that it happened. She has the scar on her chest from the first movie. It's not like this is a different Electra from a different universe. This is the same Electra who died in the first movie. And they say that she died. She definitely did die. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know why she didn't have this time travel uh, mental state in the first movie. Uh, it, It doesn't seem like a sequel one there's 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 a movie missing in between these two that i don't know if i even want to see <laughs> well, i i didn't even want to see this movie yeah so. I, I, I don't know I, I think that we don't spend enough time developing the relationship between uh, electra and the father and daughter i think that she drops all of her allegiances to the hit list uh, that just way too soon there's no sacrifice made cuz she takes the money uh, she takes the job for the money but it doesn't show us any reason for her to need the money or whatever, like why she should take that job to begin with if she already doesn't need the money. I don't know. It, it, there's just a bunch of things that lead to having this strange plot that doesn't have any interesting fights. There's no interesting choreography. The only interesting thing about this movie is that time travel mindset, and they don't really use it as much as they should or show it in a cool way, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. I. We're not breaking any new ground by saying this movie sucks. There's really, I did not find a way to come out of this movie and be like, oh my gosh, this is like an eight. This is a nine. Holy cow. I think we're pretty united. But I had a similar experience to seeing Morbius in theaters <laughs> and not to the meme potential that Morbius has. Fun facts about Morbius. He is a Marvel legend. But I would say that I went in expecting this to be the worst movie ever. And I, I was... Not pleasantly surprised, but I was surprised by how much I didn't hate the movie. Yeah. You know, it's it's not the worst movie out there, you know. And in fact, I'm not going to lie, I liked the beginning narration mm-hmm. that opened it up. The music is not the worst in this film by Christoph Beck, who does a lot of the modern Marvel projects music, especially for WandaVision. I think that's his most noticeable one. But, oh, really? Wow. Yes. And uh, But the problem is here, it's just... As you guys said, it's just not interesting. The Especially the thing I noticed the most was the choreography for the fighting. The action is absolutely atrocious. And so is Jennifer Garner's acting. 
And she doesn't, I, the whole time while I was watching it, I was trying to imagine having a, a, a real life conversation with the character I was watching on screen, Electra, and I was like, this doesn't feel like a real character. You know, mm-hmm. many of the movies that we've seen previously, and especially in the MCU, you know, Tony Stark feels like the most real mm-hmm. guy I've ever because when you see Robert Downey Jr. out on the street, he acts the same way as he does on screen. You feel the personality there. Electra feels like she's just reading lines off a script in and acting sad, you know? <laughs> yeah, and I agree. And the way they casted Jennifer Garner and the way she plays it is at no point in this movie when I'm looking at her playing Electra that I think that she's an assassin for hire. She just doesn't have that uh, that appeal or that uh, she can't pull that off. I, I don't think... I wouldn't hire her to be an assassin, mm. and she doesn't play that. She doesn't have that weight on her, and she really switches from being an assassin to not being an assassin really fluently in this film. Was she cast just because it was Jennifer Garner? I feel like that was what happened. Because Ben Affleck, I feel like, is a good casting choice for Daredevil. I don't think I'm breaking – like, I don't think it's bad to say that, right? I don't think he did well with the role. No. But I don't think he's a bad casting choice. Like, Ben Affleck could no, crush that role. No, I think he fit the suit. I yeah. Don't, I don't think he acted as, as well as no. a Daredevil could act. <laughs> no. But with Jennifer Garner, I I don't know. I, I, it, part of it is the script, I think. I found uh, at multiple points during the movie, I was like, so she's being secretive here, and then she's being very open the next line. Like, she's being very defensive, and then she's being... I don't understand why an assassin would try to relate to anyone in the... She's placed in this cabin to assassinate somebody and then immediately becomes friends with the next-door neighbor without even considering the possibility that they might... You know, the only people in the area might be the people that she was set to assassin. Hmm. Like, why else would she be in that cabin? <laughs> so much for this pro assassin that that I will say this though where she goes and the settings that they b- bring Electra to, I like the locations like yeah. the element the environments that they put her in. I I just maybe because I'm a sucker for like woods and stuff and like cabins. That's a really nice house that they put her in, man. So there was that. I like that a lot. But other than that, I really like the beginning with Jason Isaacs, and. How, just because it's Jason Isaacs. Yeah, his great. monologue talking about Electra really, really set the tone for the film. I guess it's all true. The red outfit, the knives. So what happens now? If you just kill me straight out, just call. Yeah. Who's, uh, who's Jason Isaacs? So Jason Isaacs, I just for me, I, I immediately think of Grand Inquisitor from Rebels. He voices Grand oh, Inquisitor, so I was okay. like, oh okay. Voiceover from Jason Isaacs is amazing, but he's. He's in a ton of movies, man. Gotcha. Like he, he's a very famous actor. I'm trying. I'm blanking on what he's in right now, but I really like that opening sequence. But there's she has <laughs> one of the things that I was laughing at in this is that they try and they try and rip off Batman in this movie by making Elektra have the same disappearing act that Batman does in this movie, and it it doesn't work at all. Like, do you remember in certain scenes where she they would just look over and she wouldn't be there, and I was like. They're so clearly ripping off Batman here. Why would you do that with Elektra? Or did Christopher Nolan rip this off? Well, no, because Batman <laughs> does that in the old movies, yeah. you know? I, I wonder the how they were able, to, how in-universe they're able to do this speed thing. Because they don't really explain that, how they can just dart around super quickly. 
lightning fast. I'd like to learn more about that lore, but they don't give us any of that. <laughs> it's I mean, unexplained. Yeah. You see plenty of super-powered people in this film and no explanation to how any of them came to be. Yeah, but Electra's <laughs> not super-powered. She's trained in this whatever martial arts, and that's it's what we assume is the reason why she's super-fast. Isn't there, Ethan, isn't there a, a pit or a, sar a sarcophagus that can, like, revive people in the like in daredevil yeah I'm, i think I, am i remembering that right yes that's how What's they it bring called? i'm forgetting back. what it's called that's I, how they bring her back I'll in the show though. that up yeah oh spoilers but like well but that, that like, i'm assuming that's kind of how she was brought back but i don't know why they wouldn't just do that you know and also i think um is it terrence howard whoever her old whoever played stick in this movie i think was severely miscast I'm usually not one to like harp on, you know, ethnicity for actors, but an old white dude in control of this Asian group, like, come on, how did that guy get there? You know, I think Stick is cast way better in the Daredevil series as well. Oh, the, the blind say. dude. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah they, I don't know. I, I didn't. I didn't think of anything wrong of it. I thought I was just a, a bl blind white dude, and he happened to. Be in charge of this white hooded and he's, group. He's not really in charge of it. He is a, a big major player. In, is he not? No. I thought I, I, uh, I thought he was in charge of it. I got That's the vibe that he was. Well, maybe was in the this leader. movie he is. Yeah. I don't know. Well, yeah. I know he's not in the Daredevil show, or maybe not in the comics. But I, I thought he was in this movie. Mm -hmm. But I'm I'm not really sure. But back to the disappearing actor, the the transferring act. There's a scene that really highlights this when the girl goes to the house. And she's looking straight at Jennifer Garner. And then she turns around to leave. And Jennifer Garner's right there. No disappearing that. act <laughs> or being as quick as you are can get you there without her noticing. Like, That's super speed right there. Yeah, right. That's straight up the flash right there. <laughs> I watched a video. It was uh, Brown Table on YouTube. He was, as he watched through the movie, he gave a commentary. And he made a list of all the superpowers <laughs> Electra displayed in this film. And it was it was like a 15... Uh, power long list. <laughs> was was super cleaning one of them <laughs> that's right <laughs> yeah I don't know what was that clean her own crime scene like and she spends a significant amount of time you know getting every single little piece of blood out of the wood like what, what kind of what kind of assassin does that oh, i'm getting the, my dna off the crime Without, scene. and she's not wearing a hairnet or anything she, she's got her rubber gloves that go up to her elbows like <laughs> if you were that concerned and also she like when she gets to that house she does that thing with the fruit where she organizes everything because oh, she's got ocd what oh yeah no you're right i remember that maybe that's why she cleans up after herself True. She's i guess got OCD. so but it is a little why strange, would she though. stay at a crime scene for so long when she could be like wouldn't she be found out easier or wouldn't she be a, a target without being ready i don't know it, it yeah. just didn't seem very logical to me that and then the other guy just walks in because the door's unlocked that seemed to be a a, a thing throughout this movie is that doors were unlocked so a lecture was vulnerable why <laughs> there was definitely some sloppy writing in this oh, yeah. movie. yeah like, and i think for sure that since you just brought him up in that scene, uh, McCabe, as he walks up into the room as she's cleaning, I think him as a character, he's written so poorly in this film. What? I don't understand what his whole deal is. He hires her to assassinate the uh, the Millers, and then he's on their team the next minute, defending them in their house. <laughs> Go use the tunnels. Yeah, I got this. It, I, he didn't make any sense to me. 
that scene reminded me of Logan when the old guy's got the shotgun <laughs> at the house. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Making us think against of the, the clone Logan. But brighter films. Way better film. <laughs> way better movie. Um, do you guys remember the point where she jumps up into the roof to kill the guy? But yes. And he's, like, sitting there, but it's, like, super slow-mo. And, and she and, stays up there for a second, yeah. too. <laughs> It's so weird. That, that so is she lightweight hilarious. too? Or? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That, so, was that one of the things that Brown Table pointed out? I guess so. I, I'll have to rewatch the video. But <laughs> yeah. how, why why do the the hand ninjas turn into green dust? Do we understand that? Is I was that, hoping you would know because you're the daredevil expert. Do I, they do that in the show? Not, a, <laughs> not in the show, no. No. What do they do in the show? Or do they just die they and kill? Die over? like normal people. Oh, okay. Yeah. Shoot, is there an explanation for that? No. I didn't even think about it. I was just like, oh, a cool death. Oh, it's <laughs> but, again, again. But they all they turn all into do. Green dust. <laughs> I think I was more baffled by the superpowers that were displayed by these people. <laughs> because the first instance you get is a live eye on the bicep of an eagle tattoo. Who's also, the guy's name is Tattoo. Tattoo. That's his name. <laughs> like... How stupid is that? I'm wondering if that's actually a Marvel. It's probably a Marvel Comics character. But, like, bro, what a weird power. No, the the first superpower we see is, as they're all walking in, we see the the dude balancing the coin on his hand that's very clearly glued to his fingertips. Oh, I didn't even (laughs) see that. It's not moving at all. It's just, like, there. He's walking in. That was the... Oh, what did he do? I don't even remember his, his power, anything about him in the rest of the movie. I think it was just martial arts, dude. Because, uh, like, they each had their cliche power. There was um, there was the tattoo guy who can summon animals through his tattoos. There were, like, tattoos of animals all around his body. Um, there was the strong guy who was apparently invincible, but not to a certain tree that falls. Uh, and, yeah. Like, what? What, what was that? <laughs> I don't get how that killed him, but not a shotgun point blank. Yeah, also Electra like, freaking stabs him with her sigh and it breaks. Like, And where does she get a new sigh from? It's, I don't know. I don't know. Same, I don't know. Same place. Then there's uh, the, the, the death lady that doesn't kill a single person this whole movie. She just kisses Electra. I meant to go back and rewatch that. How does Electra? Oh. No, no, no. Oh, <laughs> not that way. But how does Electra? Get back to the like normal from that. I think it time. just wears off. Yeah, it's time. Oh, really? So Death Lady doesn't kill a single person in this movie. So only, her power like, to kiss gives people, them a little. Pth- it's just incapacitates them. Is that what that was? I thought she was no, trying she to can, kill. Him. She can even remember in the boardroom. She just looked at the dude and then he uh, like breathed out from across the room and he started breaking out and whatever started. Oh yes, kind of dying. But then it's shown later that it wears off in like five minutes. So. Mm. It wasn't really all that deadly. But she would walk past all the plants, and they would just die. Would those plants come back to life then, too, in, like, five minutes? I don't know. She she gave me poison ivy vibes. Yeah, very that, much poison ivy vibes. That was, that was what I got from her. But she was stupid, man. Very stupid, Just like yeah. everyone else. <laughs> yeah, and I looked, I looked tech, Tattoo up in Marvel Comics, and I haven't been able to find anything. Closest thing I got is an X-Men character called Ink, who gains his superpowers after being tattooed by a mutant. Hmm. Oh, so uh, similar in that area, but no, I I can't find anything on this tattoo. Maybe guy. maybe they couldn't use ink, so they just called him Tattoo, the most unoriginal name. I guess I shouldn't be saying that for unoriginal names for superheroes. I mean, I guess Superman is pretty unoriginal, 
But I guess he was the first. But Batman, I, Superman. I don't know, dude. Spider-Man. They were all really stupid. Do you guys remember the point where the guy snapped his own neck? Yes. Yeah. Is that are you possible? Is that a possible thing to do? I are guess. You- your I brain just kind of stops. You know how like you can bite you through your own finger, but your brain stops yourself. That's what like I'm that. saying. Like you have it the power could, could to do that, if, but like right now, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Micah, try and snap your neck right now. I, I can't move my neck. That's because like that. your, super... your hand isn't pinned into the wall. Here, you're right. Me, you're right. Let me get a knife real quick. Yeah, yeah, stab my hand into the wall real quick, and then we'll try it. <laughs> I mean, that was just immediately. I was like. Is it possible to snap your own neck? It does hurt, though. <laughs> maybe maybe, maybe it is possible to snap your own Hold on. You're going to look it up? I'm going to look that up. Is oh, it possible to yeah, well, snap your own neck? While you're looking that up, um, talking about X-Men, because they, they knew that Daredevil was such a trash movie, uh, in the trailers and stuff, I found they advertised it as an X-Men sequel instead Didn't of a they? Daredevil sequel. Yeah. What? Because X-Men Actually, made way more money than Daredevil did. So they're saying that since Fox owns both these properties, they're saying Daredevil, Elektra, and the X-Men franchise is all in the same yeah. cinematic universe. Yeah, that's how they got Daredevil Ooh, in the first place was okay. because he was part of the X-Men. Like, for bundle. The bundle. bundle. Yeah, when uh, Fox bought him. Yeah. Okay, so they don't even entertain this as a question. It's <laughs> no, on Cora. It's on Cora. Bad Matthew is coming to your door. No. Can you snap your own neck, question mark? Without oh, the use of your hands. Make sure you put that in there, too. Is it possible to break your own neck if you twist your head with enough force? No. You can't kill yourself by snapping your own neck with your hands. With your hands. It requires too much force, and your hands can't create enough in the position. Okay, so that was with, like, so just your I, hands. Yeah. So, so you so definitely much. can't Well, I know you definitely could, like, if... You were to like prop your head into a, a vice or something and well, twist your whole body. Well, that's using your whole body weight. Right, then. but just just right now, me sitting here, I could not crack the like, Even with not, all your force, yeah. Yeah, I couldn't do it. Interesting. Wow. Now we know this movie is now genuinely stupid. Yes. Oh, now it's stupid. Now, <laughs> not before, but now it's, now it's stupid. But this hand ninja, he might have some hand superpowers, right? <laughs> so maybe he's a superpowering being who has super strength. In order to crack his own neck with just the force of nodding his head. I guess so, man. I don't know. That was weird. Um, what else was there? I really liked uh, the Stone character. And I uh, thought his death was comically hilarious. That's the strong guy, right? Yes. Yeah. When he, he, <laughs> thrust, <laughs> he throws the stick at... It's literally he throws a branch at Electra. The tree f- starts falling. He turns around yes. to fight, uh, what's her name? To Uh-oh. fight Abby. <laughs> and then the tree falls on him. I thought it was funny how when he threw the branch, it, it was it was a branch, like, from a tree. Uh, it, <laughs> it cut like, the tree. It, it clean <laughs> broke a clear section off of the tree. Level, like, the entire, it had to have been a whole foot of the tree. Stuck. And then the tree is falling. You have Electra running up the tree. Ooh. Basically, he killed himself in that moment. He did, yeah. Uh, I, I thought that was a waste of the character. He could have been... I, I, I guess they couldn't figure out a good way to kill him, I guess. I don't know. I think that... Then why introduce him? Because he doesn't really do anything for he the He stops whole... the shotgun uh, <laughs> pellets. <laughs> they look like true. BB pellets. No, truly, they were in this just to fill runtime and have cool, cool oh, yeah. villain fights. Yeah, I mean, if you're having a comic book movie, you have to have comic book villains. And these guys definitely, I call comic book villains. Well, because the hand is genuinely a comic book villain. Mm-hmm. Like, they're from the comics. And so is, um, what's the other one that the was? The Chased? The Chased, yeah. It's not named in this film, so I'm is not that, sure if that's what know. they are. But, I mean, it, I think it's insinuated. 
I don't even if they don't name it, I feel like that's what it definitely is. Um, the main villain killing Electra's mom is stupid. I, I mean, I'm not trying to make excuses for this, but like it just felt like it was just another thing at the very eleventh hour. I killed your parents, and it was like, what? We haven't noted like there's been nothing to tell us that this. I don't has know. Happened. I it think like, it works just as well as Michael Keaton's Batman does that the Joker killed his parents in that film. I've never liked that to be honest no, it, with you. It doesn't make yeah. sense, but at least in this, it uh, it uh, it is associated with the hand and the chaste and stick who helped mm. raise Electra. Yeah. At least there's a relationship tie in there with the the Joker killing Batman at, or Batman's parents. It doesn't really make sense there. And not that this makes sense either, but I think it makes a little more sense. Than I th- I think it should have been revealed earlier. I think it should have been revealed way early in the movie so that we had that motivation. Yeah. Because throughout this whole movie, I tried to figure out what the motivation was. Why was she trying to defend these two people that lied to her about the only thing that she had a connection with? Her mom wasn't killed at a... Or didn't die at a young age. She was killed at a young age. Okay, so that connects them, but... That's not why she initially connected with her. I, I don't know. There, there were just so many little things in the beginning that didn't work for me. Uh, do you guys agree? No, like, absolutely. All, all of that, that one night. Uh, oh, yeah. This is also a Christmas movie, by the way. Yes. I wrote that down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we I might have to keep track Dude. of the different holiday movies because Spider-Man 2 is Thanksgiving, right? We, so. we should have saved this for Spider-Man Christmas. 1. Thanksgiving. Oh, Spider-Man 1. You're yes. right. Because Green, Green Goblin. Yep. Iron yep. Man 3, Christmas movie. Yep. Oh, yeah. During yep. the summertime. I'll ah. always remember that. We might be watching. Uh, when Blade? does that fall in One of the schedule? Blades was a holiday movie, I feel, too. Was it? I think so. I don't remember that. I forget. I, w- I don't think so. No. Whenever I take notes, I have good, and then I have bad, <laughs> and I have, a f- I have like three things under good and a bunch of things under bad, but one of the things, I don't even write an explanation, it's just tattoo. Just for bad. It's just tattoo is a really, really bad. It's funny though, because in uh, in the new season of Umbrella, Umbrella Academy, there's a character who has uh, crows that come out of her back, and it's very similar to this tattoo guy. Oh, that's what I thought of right away. Is she cool? She's cooler than tattoo. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that that is all that matters. Because like, the bar is not high. Even the coolest parts of this movie aren't really that amazing. Yeah, like you. You build up the hand, and it's like, oh, dude, a group of ninjas for Electra to fight. This this could be really fun to watch, and they don't deliver on any of that. Even the the main guy, I uh, the main villain, I will have to look his name up, but he goes remember. out like a chump. I hate that. We get one fight with those people in Electra. We get one, and that's the final battle. We have one battle at the beginning, which is just her assassinating everybody. There's a little bit of a battle in the woods, but that's more of just running away scene because mm. she's trying to she's focusing more on saving the dad and the daughter yep and then there's the fight at the end at the abandoned mansion that she used to live in it just for being an action movie there sure wasn't a lot of action no and i have a problem like i don't know <laughs> we're, we're critiquing this like it should be a good movie but this movie is just so trash like i feel bad critiquing it hey we we've critiqued every marvel movie up to this point the exact same way so why can't we hold this to the same standard you know as what we held 2003's daredevil mr one stuff you're exactly right yeah you're absolutely right this this movie is trash man i also think that the final fight with the sheets flying around yes. everywhere with no explanation is so dumb and really inhibits the way we see the action sequences in this movie it was like 
All right, and they also look horrible. The CGI is horrible in this movie. The the hawk coming out, or the dove, or whatever that bird coming eagle. out of the guy's the eagle yeah. coming out of his tattoos. An eagle. Really, really bad CGI. The carpets look like CGI. The the blankets or whatever swirling around at the end, just no bueno, man. Nothing. Yeah, not, none of the CGI really held up, and um, I, I, none of the special effects really did. The the uh, contact lenses, especially, as we keep seeing those in every one of these early Marvel movies, especially the X-Men, especially Daredevil, uh, even Blade, the first Blade had um, contact lenses instead of CGI eye color. The second movie, they, they changed that because yeah. they, Guillermo del Toro knew how trash they were. So uh, th- this movie just really stands out. I noticed that they did change the... The lens coloring sometimes. Uh, yeah. There's a scene where she's on that boat and her eyes look way too green as she's yeah. going to that island. I'm like, whoa, that's way too unnatural. That does not look good at all. And then other times it just blends in. Yep. You don't even notice it. No, it looks But fine. I was looking at her eyes and they weren't, it's just not consistent. Yeah. And it's just overall, like, forget all of the nitpicks or whatever on how bad it is. It's just a boring movie. Like, I never so want to watch this movie again. It's like it's like a waste of time. It's not a waste of time because that's the beauty of doing this every week. We get to come in. We get to talk about Marvel movies. So it's it's a reason to watch the movie. I never would have watched it if we didn't do this. Exactly. Every movie we watch, it makes it worth it because we get to sit in this room at the end of the day and talk it over. Exactly. Yes. And that is what I was super excited for all day today at work, even though we were talking about Elektra, a movie that does – and is pretty much nothing. I was like, I'm just excited to be back here talking about Marvel movies, you know? Well, let's not dog on it too much, right? There were good things, right? So that's okay. That's I a have good a, question. I have, yeah. I have a list of two things <laughs> <laughs> that were good about this movie. Okay. Um, one was the title sequence. The Marvel logo actually had electric comics yeah. in it. I thought that was a nice touch. Um, I... Uh, the the 20th Century Fox logo kind of frightened me a little bit uh, in the director's cut. I thought it was it changes filters. I thought that the whole movie was going to be um, a different, like just a garbage early 2000s filter, but it wasn't. So uh, whatever. So um, yeah, the Marvel logo was cool, and then I liked that first scene where uh, it's kind of a John Wick scene where the, you know the boogeyman yep. scene, yeah, the Baba Yaga. They're just kind of hyping up Electra, yeah. Uh, and, and I thought that was that was cool. I think it worked pretty well on that assassination where she zooms across the room, uh, whispers <laughs> in in his ear something, and then stabs him again. Stabs through the gun. I thought that was cool. Um, but yeah, that's where my praises stop. <laughs> I will say this: so I twenty wish... minutes into the film, yeah, pretty praises. much. <laughs> I I was really into it. The first sequence, the the Bubba Yaga boogeyman sequence. That was good stuff. I was like, oh, you know what? Maybe this movie's not going to be as bad. And then she just wanders around feeling sad, organizing yeah, The fruit. next scene, she cleans the floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the yeah. first female leading oh, Marvel movie. Oh, and they have her shit, cleaning the floor. That. <laughs> uh, we'll let that speak for itself. <laughs> oh, no. Holy but this crap. isn't the first uh, female-led comic book movie. No. Because the year prior, we had Catwoman. Brilliant Catwoman. <laughs> oh, I no. haven't seen that. Have you guys seen Catwoman? No, I have Halle Berry? Thankfully, no. no. In our DC watch-through, we got to watch that. <laughs> yes, absolutely. 
I'm wondering if Kevin Feige was involved in this production I at all. I didn't see his name. I didn't see his name either, but he was. No, he was. He was a producer. Really? All right, Kevin Feige, you're trash. Just, <laughs> you're fired. He's allowed to make some mistakes because it's been hey, quite a while since he's had a, a big flop mistake like this. Those failures and mistakes led to the MCU. and If this is what it takes, I am okay for that. But back to that title sequence, I wanted to say, I wish Marvel movies would do that, you know? If it's a, if I'm watching a Black Panther movie, I want to see the Marvel logos with Black Panther. And I know that the Marvel Cinematic Universe does its thing and they have all the scenes from all the previous movies. But, like, that's cool. Like, the comic, yeah, the comic panels, panels do, from that Do character. that with the MCU, but do it with Black Panther scenes or Iron Man scenes or Spider-Man scenes. Mm-hmm. I think that would be pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. I wish it were different every time. I think it would be cool to showcase different scenes per movie. Like, now they're, they added Moon Knight. He's now in the M. Of oh, Marvel, really? right at the end, yeah, right, right before it fades to white, it it's Moon Knight turning, and then it it goes to white. Side. They switched it to from Black Panther because I know that just he, the M, just the M. Oh, just the M. Okay, yeah. all right. So or Black, maybe it's right before Black Panther because I know that Black Panther. Black Panther is in the light. Mm-hmm. He, he like slams yeah, in, the in memory, so that's cool. Yeah, of course, which is amazing. Like I love that that's still up there too. Also, but, is that, was this the first movie that did that? With the uh, did the X Men comic one do that? I think it's just been generic Marvel comics. Yeah, they've had just a flop through. I think closest thing would be the Hulk opening. The Hulk did something like they that did too. Something it was with, green. It was it green. Was green. Yeah. Yes, yes, it was. It may, there may have been Hulk comics in it too. You know what? This movie stands above the rest and is best in <laughs> one category: the exactly. Marvel intro. And and that might be it. And I think it. I mean, give it credit for the runtime. Is this the shortest film we've watched so far? Oh, let me check. Do yeah. I have a list of that? Ooh. I don't know if you do, but it oh, definitely. I guess I got to make a new page on our. It definitely. <laughs> I enjoyed how short this film was. I'll say that. Yes. Because if I'm going to sit down and watch a movie that isn't great, I appreciate the fact that it was. What was this? An hour thirty-seven. Yeah. Yeah. I checked the runtime. Uh, an hour in this movie, I was like, oh, when will this movie end? I, I thought it was kind of dragging on, and then I was like, oh. All right. There's only 20 minutes left. Yeah, yeah I can see yeah, that. I appreciate that a lot. <laughs> that's good stuff. Because yeah. <laughs> when you feel the runtime, that's when the movie starts. That's when it starts to drag. And truthfully, it's not your fault. Like, if you feel a runtime and you're bored of something, that's the movie's fault for not being engaging. Exactly. So it's like, you know, you guys were saying that happened on Punisher. And I was saying that happened on Hulk. So it's like, if it's just not engaging to you, it's like, why am I checking? If you're checking the runtime, that's a slight against the movie. Where did it hit you guys at that you had to check the runtime? Did you guys feel it at all? Because I was feeling it when we when they went back to the training camp thingy, or when they went there for the first time yeah. with the father and daughter, and she was training for some reason, uh, and she just was really good for whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I did not. I actually didn't check the runtime. Mm-hmm. I, but I was like, I right. love this. I movie. checked it there, and we had half an hour left. <laughs> Definitely. So I was not. like, "There's half an hour until the end of this movie. We're gonna see this. This movie's gonna pick up really. This quick. is gonna be an epic finale. So I, I want to talk about, epic, about but... the shot you get with what felt like hundreds of hand ninjas crawling into Electra's childhood house, the mansion. I'm like, I'm, oh man, we're gonna get an awesome action sequence, but they all come in through the kitchen window. And Electra throws a candle after she had just turned the stove on. The room apparently filled with gas in that amount of time. And they all blew up. We don't see another hand ninja for the rest of the movie. Yeah. And that was it. Can I say real quick, um, I've 
I've used the stove before. I've, you know, I've, I've made mac and cheese and, you know, I, yeah. sitting there and uh, you start to smell propane. You're like, oh, did I turn on the gas? Oh, I better turn on the, the little flame there. So I go and turn it. It may have been five, ten minutes. Ten minutes. Wow. Yeah. You know, just sitting there with gas filling up the room. Turn it on. Normal. Doesn't explode. It doesn't it doesn't blow my whole house up. It doesn't kill a hundred different ninja dudes. Like now, if you do let it sit there for long enough, it will. But she like, turned it on and walked out of the room. Yeah, and right. then threw the candle. It was in that span of time, like in the span of time that I just started talking about this. That's when she would have thrown the candle. It definitely and how does not the candle flame not blow out when you chuck it? I didn't even think about that till right now. I don't oh, I know. I thought about it. it was like when she was, was chucking the, the when she was chucking the scythe through the corn maze, that's what really got me. <laughs> yeah. All the like, dude, that was a long way, and to have enough force to kill that well, she's super poison ivy lady, <laughs> is she super? Does Electra have superpowers? I mean, she pulls herself up with one arm. That's that's pretty strong. She, uh, I can in do this, that in this film. You she can? definitely has superpowers. Well, super like, speed. She can see into the future. <laughs> Teleportation, Super accuracy. She was gonna hit uh, them through the window with a with uh, a bow and arrow. With a bow and arrow across. Oh or uh, what, what are they called? Pound bows or something? Compound bows. Compound yeah. bow. Yeah. From what? Hundred feet? Two hundred feet away? Straight shot. She yeah, had a hundred pounds. It said on the. It was thing, like hundred pounds. It was across the lake. Too. Yeah. <laughs> she has some confidence or something that yeah. there's no wind or whatever. Uh, can I just say that the dad and the girl, like, that was so uninteresting as well. Like, so that boring. girl was some I, – I, I felt like she was a normal girl when she met Elektra, and then she was just an amazing martial artist by the end of the movie. Was she a martial artist beforehand? Do you they, guys remember that? They refer that? to her in the movie as the treasure. Yeah. So I – they never say what the treasure is and what they'll... Did they say what they would gain, what they were to gain by killing her? I... Well, because, no, she was supposed to... She was, like, destined to defeat the hand. So, it's oh, like, okay. by, by defeating her and she that way, she would be... No. But, like... Electra did instead. But, because I think that's the <laughs> prophecy. I thought the prophecy was about Electra, But yeah. I'm almost certain that the prophecy is about that girl. Because they call her the treasure. She has no mother... I'm pretty sure that, but also Electra is the same way. Like she doesn't have a mother; she had the father, and mm -hmm. like, so I, was it supposed to be like a twist? If it was movie, you failed. I didn't feel any. Twist. I didn't feel anything at all. So yeah, I got the fandom, the Marvel page open. It says Earth seven zero one three oh six. Is that this one that we're talking about, Electra? No, this is the Marvel comics. Comics. Okay. So it says Abby Miller was a uh, was considered the chosen one, the treasure warrior who could. Tip the balance of power between good and evil. Asian texts prophesize her existence. Thus, the leader of the hand had been seeking to take her. Hmm. So that that would have been cool to set up in this film. Should have brought balance to the force. Gotcha. Yes. That's, I got a lot of those vibes, man. The, the chosen one, bring balance to the, not the force, but like bring balance at least. I would say that there's a good film in here. Like, if you recast the main actress, Jennifer Garner's just so bad, dude. Mm, I think it was the script. Well, the script the was fault. bad, but like, dude, she does not sell anything. Like, no, she definitely seems very independent, and they should have ran with it in a way. Because if she were 
very independent and not sharing all the time personal details about herself to people she just met, you know, act a little bit professional as an assassin, I think she would have gotten a bit more emotion out just through that. Mm. Through not, kind of like with Batman. Batman doesn't share, but yeah. we see he's brooding. He has thoughts going on in his head, and it's all up to our own imagination. I think that would have been a bit better, but she's not brooding. She's not, she's, she's not very thought-provoking. I don't know. She just organizes her makeup and fruits, and that's, you know, it just has her OCD. That's the only <laughs> unique character aspect about herself. Her character is not very consistent. No, and it's written poorly. I've already said that. It, yeah, it's like they had two or three different characters in mind, and they couldn't decide on one. Yeah, it's just not a good movie, guys. Mm. I don't really, I don't really have anything else to say. Like, <laughs> it's just not that good of a movie. Like, I don't recommend. I wouldn't recommend this to anyone. You know, it's just a, unless it's like you want to listen to a, a great podcast about it. Exactly, and that is like that is why this movie is worth it. You know, well, what do people online think? Do you, have you? Did we pull up any? Uh... Um, the most common, the most written reviews were for a six out of ten, and I believe the most just reviews in general were for a five out of ten on IMDb. So mm. a lot of people give the movie more credit than it deserves. I feel like definitely, but like eleven percent, it's not an eleven percent. It's still a, a watchable movie, you know. Top review says very intense. I would say this: I wasn't as bored as watching this as I was watching Hulk or like, Punisher. Well, that I, that one I don't agree. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I, don't, I don't agree with that either. I think Punisher was a way better movie than this one. Yeah, because it actually sure. had character development. What is Electra like at the beginning of this movie? Sad and brooding. Well, how was how was she at the end of, at the end of this movie? Sad and brooding. Yeah, but she's no longer an assassin, is she? Was she an assassin at the beginning? Yeah. I mean, they told us she was. Yeah, they told and we us. We saw her killing. Somebody. Oh, dude, they tell us everything in this movie yep i forgot about that remember at the the dinner scene at christmas um the girl is like yeah i'm just so like i don't care about authority and she, she's like listing all of her character aspects <laughs> yes not ironically not like to make fun of the dad for always critiquing her of this but to tell the audience that and we get that with electra for a couple times too when she's Share way over sharing mm -hmm. to this duty she just met. Also, both kisses and or I guess there's three <laughs> kisses, but both um, uh, hetero kisses. We'll say that <laughs> um, were undeserved, and they like there's no romance. There's no up, romance, and they, they no. acknowledge that. I think like why did they add that at all if they're just gonna say I hated that? If they both say that, they both say. I hated that. I hated that too. Then why'd you do it? Why'd you even like think about doing that? No, but it was. If you both don't like each other, like. It was a joke. It was like a joke because they actually did enjoy the kiss. But the problem is there's no romance between the two. No. It's like the writers were, well, we've got the attractive male lead and the attractive female lead. All right, let's, let's make a kiss. kiss. Right? Right. That's, that's what happens in Jurassic World. Like, that the chief offender of that. There's no relationship between Owen and Claire. And they just kiss to kiss because it's a big blockbuster action. It's like, hey, we don't have time to write this in the script, but you guys totally like each other. Oh, they kiss. Right. So There's they no like chemistry built up, no, but don't. yeah, you guys just got to kiss. Sell it to the audience. But saying exactly. I hated that brings it down even further. 
because like it just whatever thoughts we had previously like oh she must like him because they were you know slowly they were doing the whole thing where they look at each other and they're like getting closer you know they do a little kiss or whatever and then, <laughs> that was real nice Mike. thank you thank you it sounds real nice in the headphones yeah, too. yeah so. uh, I, I, it just it it throws away any any thoughts of character development we had with this relationship in our minds as a viewer there's no point to having the kisses at all yeah no i agree and going back to what you're saying about how this movie they uh they tell you instead of showing you like the go the gold standard in marvel comics or marvel tv i'll say is uh or marvel in general just put to screen is daredevil to or uh 2015 you know the netflix show the the way that they show you things instead of telling you things is just perfection that I, I talked about in our daredevil podcast the 2003 one how in that film they sh uh tell you who kingpin is they're like oh there's this big bad kingpin he's running the under underworld or uh the crime in new york but in the in the show they do such a good job there's like a four episode build up mm -hmm. uh, is there a kingpin there is a kingpin oh no and you get to see how corrupt new york is through the police and through the other lower crime organizations and then it's revealed that wilson fisk is the kingpin i just i love that and they, yeah like you said they don't do that at all in this film mm. no it's just a mid movie what do you guys think of the the main villain did we talk about him at all so there's there's the the leader of the hand who sits at the table he doesn't leave that room we yep. never see him leave it and then there's the guy, the leader of the little pack that they send out. What do you guys think about the, the leader of the guy? Karingi. Karingi. Yes. All right. <laughs> I think he uh, he had a lot of potential. I really do think that. And they set him up to be this this cool uh, ninja guy. And I'm, I'm, I even thought in that final action sequence when he was doing all the, the knife twirling. And uh, they were setting him up to, all right, we're going to get a, at least a cool sword fight at the end of this film. But how does he die? Does Abby kill him? I forget what happens. I forget what happens. Does he fall out a window? I feel oh, like uh, he he's stabbed by right. the size and then thrown into a well in the middle oh, of the, yes. in the middle of the bush maze. Yes, and then Electra throws the side through the corn. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, I remember now. Yeah. Um, That's how it goes. So are they setting it up for a sequel by not killing the big bad or? Dude. There is no way. I don't even know how this sequel got greenlit. Like, how would they even think about making a sequel to? The, I mean, what I should this movie have been, Ben? Well, I would have watched it if it was Daredevil. Like, if it was a Daredevil sequel, I would be a little more excited to watch it. But this is an element of a terrible movie taken, and made into a movie. This is like this is like making. A Doctor Doom solo film off of the Doctor Doom from Fan Four Stick, an element that was terrible in a terrible movie. Like I haven't seen that yet. I'm excited. I <laughs> holy catfish! If this this is this is bad, that movie is atrociously bad. Oh, maybe I should rate this one a bit higher than it. <laughs> Save some room. No, and um, below. yeah, uh, this this is a sequel to Daredevil, but the lack of acknowledgement it gives to Daredevil. In this film, there's no discussion of him. Even in our flashback sequences, we don't see anything with Ben Affleck's Daredevil or even a scene from that movie. We just see her in her same outfit in the ambulance. Wasn't they were 
like a core part of each other's character in the yes, first one. Yes, they were. Yeah, there was a there was a, there was definitely a romance going on in the Daredevil movie. That was one of the things that I pointed out in our Daredevil podcast. Was I I liked the connection that they had in that movie, and I liked the uh, the the romance that they had going on. But in this movie, there's no thought of Ben Affleck Daredevil. There's no anything. And, and I do think it is for the better that we leave Ben Affleck's Daredevil in the past where it belongs. <laughs> yes. But when you're making a sequel to that film, it just feels weird to abandon it altogether. So to answer your question, Micah, what do I think this film should have been? I don't think this film should have been. Mm -hmm. That's what I would have wanted. <laughs> you know, let's, let's, let's make a film about something else. No, not it, Electra. I agree. Like, not to uh, bring shade onto a movie that a lot of people like, but... It's like making a Joker solo film. Why and or no, I'll br I'll bring it into an actual trash movie that everyone can agree on is Venom. Why are you making a movie well. with a character that everyone loves the hero for, and this character relates to that hero, but the hero isn't present? It just it doesn't work at That's all. It's a great example. A great example. Wait, wait, hold on. Michael. The box office disagrees. The box office <laughs> disagrees, and I, I. Because a lot of dads love this movie, or Venom, and I kind of liked it too. I, really? I liked Venom okay, when good, I watched it. We hated those movies, so that's good to have someone else. I haven't seen else. Let There Be Carnage, but uh, I'm excited to Dude, watch it. <laughs> Venom, it just confuses me, man. Like, why would you make a sequel? I mean, Venom's a cool character and all. Can it's he because he made it? a lot of money for Sony. Well, the, he, the big difference, though, that makes this different than Venom is Elektra at least has a relationship in this universe with daredevil in venom there is no relationship with spider-man at all and it's just eddie brock yeah it's like doing reporting and fighting the exact same villain like oh it's just bad it that is bad i'm excited for that episode because i'm yep. i'm glad that it's not me and ethan trashing on it because you do like that movie venom so. made a boatload of money it did yeah dude i'm looking at our numbers right now it is one of our highest like ratio to budget oh yeah all right okay. that's true it made the first one made seven times its budget and Speak i will say this after watching all these old marvel films it will be fun to revisit venom to see how it compares to these early day films because i think that's what a lot of people were saying about venom when it came out is it was kind of refreshing to have a film with no stakes and not connected to anything i'll tell you what though uh electra Box office wise, I wanted to ask you about made fifty six million dollars and its budget was sixty five. It oh didn't even make its money. This is our first slot. Oh yes, my gosh! It is our first didn't even make its money back movie out of I think like three. Yeah, there's three of them: New Mutants, uh, Punisher, Warzone, and Elektra. Or all all three of our movies that wow. did not make its money back. Did you guys see New Mutants at all? No, I have not. I have not Holy seen it. Have you seen it? I actually did go and see that movie. In theaters? Sam and I went and saw that pretty, like, that was, like, right when the COVID restriction. Oh, maybe it was right before that. That's the only movie that came out in 2020. What's the release yeah. date on that? Yes. Uh, no, that came out during the pandemic. That was August 28th, 2020. Yeah, so that came out right when stuff was reopening and then everything closed back down again yeah but the theaters were open and i was like oh new marvel movie let's go see that dude holy cow that movie is utter garbage like this movie's bad that movie i think is worse new mutants Ooh. is trash because it's not a complete film what? like it's not it's not done 
Like, there's just sections of that movie that are cut out, you know? <laughs> it's like, like, media cannot be displayed, like, no, in like, Sony of Vegas. Legit. <laughs> I'd, I'd consider that better, because I was like, oh, okay, that just happened off screen. It's weird. It is a weird movie. But, yeah, no, not as... Not, this movie's certainly better than, than that one. Yeah, and on, on a lot of lists, this is considered the worst superhero movie ever. And I think we all can... Uh, disagree with that yes. because we've watched all the Marvel movies leading up to this. Yes. I'm very excited to to do a video where we where we rank every single one based on our personal things. But we were talking about the movies that we can't wait to see. The more I watch these old movies, and there's good stuff, but the more I'm excited to get to the MCU because... There's these movies, and then there's the MCU movies. They're just in a league of their own, man. The, the, mm. the quality cinema that all of those are, it, it, I think it's going to give me a greater appreciation of those because of the utter garbage that we got beforehand. You know, I'm so excited to get to that first Iron Man movie, specifically. We're three years out now, so <laughs> we're coming up, man. Three years out. And oh, oh from, like in the, okay. No, yeah, like, yeah, no. From, from release date-wise, we're three years out. I really think we're... We're a few months out from that. We got one, six more movies before six Iron movies, Man. Yes. That's it. Oh my gosh, let's go. So <laughs> we six, got some six months if everything goes right. We've got some really good movies or in six between weeks, then, though. My best. Yeah, six weeks. Yeah. At the yeah, end of the year, we have to do like individual top tens, kind of like what they do on Phase Zero, where they're like top ten movies we saw this year, top ten movies released. We we do our yeah, <laughs> watch oh, yeah, right? top ten movies. <laughs> That's true of the year, guys. Do we do we have anything else, or can we do favorite scene? Yeah, yeah, let's, let's see. Favorite. Yeah. All right, favorite scene, boys. Like, if I could even... I'm trying to... No, no, actually, I do have a favorite scene. But, um, Micah, I'll shoot this one to you first. Yeah, yeah I already kind of talked about it, but I like the, the Baba Yaga scene at the beginning. Um, how they're hyping up. Uh, Electra, they're kind of giving her some cool action shots where she's taking out all the all the guards one by one, and the, there's, there's the head security guard, and he's like, my defense is impenetrable. They can't... Nobody, Nobody can, can get, get past, past mine. Uh, and then the guy in the chair is like, I was in this other place, <laughs> and they killed all of my other dudes, and then I was still alive. And then I was in another place, and she killed all my dudes. But I was still alive, and I'm wondering, why did she keep me alive? And then I was in another place. And then he does that again. And then, now I'm here. And I think she's going to kill all my dudes. Why is she keeping me alive? And now I know it's so that I can feel how she felt or feel the fear or something. Yeah, at the end of my know. rope or something like that. Yeah. yeah. That's my favorite Nowhere scene to go. too. Yeah. The beginning narration mixed with that. That's my favorite scene too because it's the only scene I was truly invested in. Didn't care about the prophecy scene, though, right before that. I thought that was pointless. I didn't expect that. That's why I was It was like, a cool huh. narration, though. I did, yeah. yeah I, I agree. I guess so. Ethan? Just folding laundry during that one, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you ought to be fully invested. This is a folder laundry kind of movie, I guess. Laundry. No, absolutely. Yeah, my favorite scene, it's, it's got to be when, uh, when Stone throws the branch at the tree. <laughs> it, I don't know if I've audibly laughed as hard as I did during that scene at any other thing through this watch through that it cracked me up how he threw the stick of the tree. It clean cut right through the tree. Electra standing on the tree. It starts falling. She starts running up the tree and the guy's doing something else. He turns around 
forgetting that a tree is falling, crushing him to death. It it was it comedically pleased me. I'll say that. Very comical scene, man. Do we have a favorite character? Like, is there a character in this movie that we really thought was like like good stuff? Like Micah, of all the characters in these movies, did you did you find one that really stood out from the rest, or like who did you not mind seeing while they were on screen? Um. I don't know. I liked Abby <laughs> at the beginning. Uh, that's the the daughter. Yeah. You didn't um, like her when she whipped out her little chain and started going ham. Oh, we didn't even talk about the chain. Uh, that no. Was wild. <laughs> I didn't uh, like her no. chain at all. Uh, especially in the final fight, how she uses that to like whip herself around the stairs <laughs> the behind Electro. Yeah, yeah, the railing. Yeah. What? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think that she was unexplained and could have had a bit more anything, anything. I liked how she was, I thought she was well-written at the beginning as a, just a normal teenager. I think she did a good job at that because she is like a teenager. She's, you know, and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Teenager. But that, that pretty much sums up this whole movie and all the actors in it. It's, uh, so it's just a mob boss and he does mob boss things and he's she's a main hero and she does main hero things <laughs> like there's nothing that stands out with this movie there's nothing that makes this movie unique from other movies except for that time travel mechanic and it catches you off guard you're like oh did Electra just die how's she gonna recover from this one or it, remember in the house she's stabbed and then we're like oh she just she just died and we stay on that dead body for a second or two there while we hear the other people screaming in the other room i was like oh uh, okay and then it rewinds i was like oh okay uh i guess if i have to pick a favorite character moment though it'd be um the flashback to when the mom is being killed and uh she goes up into the room and then bam, bam there's this demon and actually it jump scared me i was like whoa, whoa. <laughs> i guess i'm jump scared a bit easier yeah, you see that transition through i wasn't expecting it from a demon to a ninja oh yeah and then you see uh kirigi or kirigi yeah, kirigi, kirigi. Yeah. I, think. I think it's kirigi that so, sounds like a japanese I mean, movie didn't tell me his name so <laughs> yeah he just said it yeah i don't know ethan do you have a favorite character you know, you said earlier how you didn't like the casting for Stick. I kind of, I enjoyed every scene yeah, Stick was in. Oh, I thought, okay. I, maybe it's translating from the show, but I I enjoy Stick and I like his uh, mentor mentor role and uh, kind of how he's leading the the chase. Okay. Well, maybe maybe that's the problem because I don't even like Stick in the Daredevil show. Mm. So that could be that could be. The, the, the death girl's name is Typhoid. Typhoid? <laughs> what? Typhoid. What the heck? My favorite guy is the tattoo guy, just because of how comedically bad he is, and his superpower is also the weirdest superpower ever. Weird, but kind of cool. Can we admit that? It was a cool idea. Yeah. I don't know. Man. Execution. They could have used it better. Okay, all right. That, but that I agree. With. I think the concept of you having a bear on your chest as a tattoo that can climb out of your stomach i think that's pretty All neat right. but then they just turn into these orbs that fly yeah it, the wolves were not yeah. wolves they were just yeah. flying orbs because the eagle was an eagle so yeah. i'm like oh we're gonna get a big bear in this movie but it kind of is just a bear head 
that's flying like a shooting star. You can tell the budget was running thin. The, or they didn't the have the snakes, budget for it. Yeah. The snakes. Oh, that was bad. They were bad. just was, orbs. That was legit so were, bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No bueno, guys. I wonder if they have to buy snakes in bulk. Whenever you see snakes in a movie, it's always a billion of them. Like Indiana Jones. Indiana I'm Jones. Thinking, yeah. Snakes. I hate snakes. Got snakes. Yeah. yeah. All right, boys. Let's do scores for Electra. I want to hear you guys' scores for this movie. I, re I really wonder. I mean, obviously, this is going to be lower on the totem pole just because this movie is just, it's not the greatest. It's pretty mid, maybe even less than mid. But uh, I want to hear you guys' scores. Mike, I want to start with you. What is your score and final thoughts for Electra? Well, my original score was a bit lower than this uh, because I forgot that New Mutants and Punisher Warzone are still coming out. So, uh I gotta leave some room underneath them for that. Whoa! You can um, jump into the sub ones even if you have to. No, no negatives for me. Oh, no, neg not negatives. We can't go. We to can't negative. do negatives. No. Yeah, yeah. Oh, That's sub one like, like point point three or something. That's fine. Yeah. As okay. long as it's above zero. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We'll do that. You're going that low with that. My score for Electra uh, is because it's so bland. Nothing of this is memorable. I will remember. Maybe the size, you know, like the, the, the knife things. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, I'll remember the wishing of the, the when they're not even hitting anything. They're just flying through the air, the knives and stuff. That got really annoying in the final fight. Uh, so I took a point off entirely for that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't like this movie at all. I didn't enjoy it. There wasn't a single scene in this movie I thought was necessary towards the plot that was non-existent. Um, I thought that the characters weren't developed. There was nothing that made me feel like these characters were real, except for Abby a bit at the beginning. Um, the romance was dead. The action was garbage. The choreography was not good. The costumes were all the same and bland. Uh, the ninjas, they were either the red ones or the white ones, and neither of them are used at all. They're just there to be shown. Um... Yeah, I gave this movie a one. Wow. 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 I okay. hate it. I did not like this movie. Is this your lowest ranked movie? Lowest ranked movie, yep. Holy cow. That's for sure. The, the lowest, lowest ranked score we've had so far. Yeah. yeah holy cow. Well, the next lowest is Howard the Duck by Ethan. Yes, that too. <laughs> hey, man. I Didn't I give Hulk a two? You gave Hulk a three. Wait a minute. Oh, no, no, no. You're right. You're you bumped right. it up, I think. Yes. Because of how good it was. Yeah, because we convinced you that it was a whole point better. Than Hold on. A wait a minute. I've got it right here. It's a three. I know, but you might have put it in wrong. Uh, you may have said it wrong. I may yeah. have said it wrong. We can go back to the archives and listen to the Hulk podcast. No, you know what? That's true. That's true. I, I Personally, I've, I've got Hulk as a, a two in here, but you know what? If it's a three on there, it's a three on there. I'm, yeah. I'm trusting you, Micah. Ethan, yeah. I want to hear what you have to say. Yeah, so the, the, going into this movie, you're like, all right, Electra. Mm, I didn't like her in Daredevil. I definitely am not going to like her in this. And I didn't like her in this. The way Jennifer Garner plays her is no part of me thinks, all right, that's an assassin on screen. She exactly. is, she's killing people. She plays her really bad, and really all the elements in this film don't line up to make it compelling in any way. There, there are a lot of interesting ideas in there, but are those ideas that interesting when you don't have Daredevil in the mix? And Daredevil, not a good movie either. But I like, I like diving into this world because I'm a massive Daredevil fan. But they, they misuse a lot of this. It really is embarrassing to say that I like a lot of 
the Daredevil characteristics because they were in this in this film. I I hate to say that, but yeah, yeah the choreography is bad. This um, the characters are bad, and th- nothing really is compelling. It it drags. It's just boring. I I will give it credit for the runtime. It is. Uh, are we confirmed? Is that, that really to say like you're giving it? I'm giving it credit because if I'm gonna sit down, I'm shorter. gonna watch a bad movie. The, the shorter the better. Am I wrong? No. Like yeah, Daredevil right. 2003, why did they do an extended a director's cut? That is a mistake, and I took points off of that. A longer runtime means I'm sitting there longer. I'm wasting more of my life watching this film. <laughs> oh. So I appreciate the shorter runtime. I'm going to give it points for that. But other than that, there's there's nothing. It's You have a movie with ninjas and Elektra. You should have at least some good fight scenes in there, and you don't. And I... Going into this, I was going to put this lower or above Punisher. But I'm actually not. I, I'm liking where I'm putting this. I'm putting this at a four, four out of ten. Four. Ooh. A four out of ten. Okay. All right. One and a four. Both sub five. I don't know if I would say this is a one. You know, a one is like, like independent fan. Like one is really bad. But this movie is also really bad. I wouldn't say it's a one, though, Ethan. Sorry, I, I should have said this a minute ago, but nothing really stands out as being, oh, that is just so outrageously terrible. In all the other, a lot of the other bad movies we've seen, there's been stuff like that, but this is yeah. just average. But I enjoy those. When, when it's outrageously terrible, terrible, I enjoy it. Nothing, nothing was enjoyable in that sense. sense. I agree. It was bland. Okay. And like, like Howard, Howard the, the Duck, Duck, you guys thought it was a bad movie. movie. There were bad elements in it. But those are, I think, what make the viewing experience enjoyable. Okay. This one takes itself seriously. In that final scene when they throw the, the scythe through all the bushes, I was like, that's what this movie should have been the whole time. It should have been just nonsense going on, like just a fun uh, assassin that she's taking herself seriously. People around her taking herself seriously. But it's comic-like action comic like violence stuff like that it just doesn't happen hmm. all right no that's fair uh, if it was more comedically bad than it already was i probably would give it more points but i agree with ethan it doesn't do anything horrible it just doesn't do anything that great either i mean i equate it kind of to the same way as daredevil you know just a worse version of that movie that did really nothing for me it wasn't memorable at all. The action is horrible. The acting is not the greatest at all, especially from the lead character, Jennifer Garner. And I'm just baffled that this movie is a thing at all. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how it got greenlit. It's just, it's a waste of time. And you can see it. Look at the budget. It didn't even make its money back. No one wanted to see this movie. No one asked for this movie. And I didn't have a great time watching it at all. If I wasn't doing it for the podcast, I would never watch this movie again. Now, that's not to say that I wouldn't recommend the movie. I probably would do it just because of how bad it is. And, I mean, if you're a Marvel fan, it's another Marvel movie out there. So there's that to it as well. But it's just not a good movie. And I've given this movie a three. Mm -hmm. I've given this movie a three. It's not the greatest movie at all. And I believe it's – I like it more than Hulk. That's what I'm trying to say. Hulk I actively hated because of how horrible it was. Like, I I have hate for – Hulk 2003. I don't hate Elektra. I don't like Elektra, though. It's not that good of a film at all. So we have a 4, a 3, a 1. The average mm. is 
2.6. Wow. 2.6. Our lowest rated movie. Wow. Yet. As deserved. You know what? I think that's fair. I honestly think that's fair overall as as where we all come together. You know, what's the next movie above this one? Howard the Duck at a 4.1. Wow. Holy crap. Wow. Almost two points ahead of this one. All right. So this one did not do very well at all. And you know, it was nice to put it into the ranking. I just you know, put it on the bottom. I don't have to make any new rows or anything. It's nice. That's really good. I, if we could say, are we going to have a movie that equates this uh, for our scoring? Like, what do you think is going to be worse than this, new if mu- anything? New Mutants? You said New Mutants. Yeah, but overall, like, we all have to put it overall I, lower than this. Oh, yeah. Because if Ethan gives New Mutants less than a four, you already have bad feelings about it. True. I'm sure I'll give it somewhere around there. I don't know. I haven't seen it. So. You guys might like it, though. I, I don't know. I, I, I hope know. not. I mean, for Maybe Punisher Warzone if we're looking at our, at our list. Yeah. You know how sad I am as a fan of that first one that Thomas Jane isn't back? As the Punisher, why the heck would they recast that boy? You know how happy I am that Thomas Jane isn't back as the Punisher? Dude, he was great. Come on. He was fine in that movie. He was not the problem. I think fine opinion. is a decent word. It is fine, one of them. It's one of the words. Uh, you never handed me that word. I'll never, I'll never get you guys over to the, to the, to the light side. But oh well, that's, that's uh, a topic for, uh, for the Punisher. Yeah, we'll see if the Punisher series average... Holds up. No, I, I honestly don't think Warzone is going to be that good. But I have hold, I hold out hope. I hold out hope. But next movie we have is we Fantastic Four. Yeah, Fantastic Four. You know the the famous one that stars Chris Evans as the Human Torch. But I got the synopsis for that one. It's a group of astronauts gain superpowers after a cosmic radiation exposure and must use them to oppose the plans of their enemy. Dr. Victor Von Doom. Dude, one of the coldest names for any villain ever. Even though it's generic, Victor Von Doom, come on, that's that's pretty that's cool. pretty dope. Where can we watch that movie, Ethan? Disney Plus. So this That's this, right. Yeah, this one's on Disney Plus. So no uh, no pirating <laughs> this movie or uh, sharing passwords or uh we'll going on YouTube and finding the full thing. This this one'll be nice and easy right on Disney Plus for us. Nice and easy. Just like uh, pretty much the movie experience of this. Just get it out of the way, you know? But no, I'm actually really excited to watch Fantastic Four. You know, as a kid, I actually remember really enjoying those. Who knows how it's going to be? I haven't seen them since I was like 13. So now I can look at them with a more critical eye. But we'll see what happens. I'm actually really excited. I've never seen them. I've never seen the Fantastic Four movies. I have also never seen them. I vaguely remember them going in the ship uh, up into space. Wow. And I remember them waking up. The thing waking up, and he's like, "What? What happened?" Kind of thing going on. Uh, but that's about all I remember. So. I, ha- I did see Fan Four Stick in theaters, though, Oof. so I, I have that under my belt. All right. Well, these movies are significantly better than that movie. And just as a housekeeping deal, uh, Micah, you said you're going to be gone next week. Yes. Is that right? So we. we well, we could record. Uh, I'll, I'll be, be back, back Saturday. Saturday. I can watch the movie that oh, night, and then we can record you, Sunday for you'll Monday. You'll be exhausted. Yeah, I know. No, I won't. It'll be a surprise. That's what I'll say. It'll be a surprise if we can get out uh, fan fo- Fantastic Four, the first one. But uh, we may end up taking a break. But um, not a break from podcasting at all. Me and Ethan are 
we may be doing something uh, just me and him well mike is gone so but we will see you definitely will not be short of uh, of content maybe thor predictions or something because thor is that next week and i will definitely be there for that one absolutely we are very much looking forward to that reviews are out right now for that and it's looking like it's looking like it's going to be a wild ride as usual with Tyka's films. So, greatly looking forward to that. We've all got our tickets for opening night. Um, if there's time, we might get a podcast episode out that Thursday. So, well, we will see. We will see, guys. This has been Electra. Thanks for sticking around. Leave a review on the podcast. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Otherwise, tell us how these mics are. Absolutely. Well, yes. Absolutely. Give us some feedback. Hopefully, the feedback that you guys are receiving from these mics. Is excellent. <laughs> yeah, hopefully on Spotify, these mics will bump us up from a 4.9 to a 5-star podcast. No, yeah, absolutely not. But guys, this has been Rayside. This is Ethan. This is Micah. Signing off, we all hope you have an absolutely fantastic day. Fantastic.